0: Self-help from the hip, small doses, we're talking that shit, small doses, and keeping it real, small doses, with me and Nancy It's so funky. <laughs> <laughs> and we begin. Individuals, welcome to a special event. We've been talking about doing this episode for quite some time and the time has now come. For side effects
1: of the great sex.
0: Bong chica pow pow. Bong chica. Bong chica pow pow. Rebecca's blushing. a Bong chica pow pow. It's going down. <laughs> yeah. Before this episode is over, I will have played my five favorite Sexy Time songs. Snippets of them so that you can just get a feeling of like, what puts me in the mood? I'd like to make sure that everyone knows that this is not a commercial to dive in my DMs with what your sexual prowess is. However, it is more uh, actually just like a nudge in the right direction for those who are listening to say, like, oh, maybe I'll include that into my sexual repertoire. Or maybe I should do that for others when involving my sexual repertoire. Um, you know, I have lived a very full life. And thus, I can recognize uh, greatness in all areas. From art. To music. To... the sex i consider myself a uh what's the word i'm looking for someone who pursues excellence in all areas now of course this is my podcast so it's all about my point of view of this so don't get me wrong everyone has their own point of view on what is great sex to them this podcast episode is all about what is great sex to Amanda and perhaps can introduce you guys to some thoughts about how you can elevate your sexy time to be a sexy experience. Great sex takes your breath away. Great sex has you daydreaming the highlight reel throughout your next day. Great sex it's like the time I asked my homeboy, what does good pussy feel like? And he said, good pussy feel like home. <laughs> However, this episode is all about great sex, and I have to remind you, though, that great sex can trip you up, it can get you stuck, and it can have you suffering from what I call STS, sexually transmitted stupidity. All right? And I got a lot of folks... Who know what that means. Some call it dick whipped. Some call it dickmatized. I call it sexually transmitted stupidity. When all of a sudden, because of the GS, the great sex, you no longer can discern, is this good or should I put up with this or should I let this go? Yes. The shit that's happening outside of the great sex, if it's not good, let it go. But today, for once... We're just going to compartmentalize the enjoyment of some good old fashioned stroking. I think we should drop some gems. Don't you understand? we on these hoes. So today's Gem Dropping is dedicated to the age old comparison of making love versus fucking. Important distinctions and both relate to specific situations. It's also important to know how, what each one is so that you can manage your expectations. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes we, like, think that we're, like, gonna make love in a situation where it's like, this person is not here for that. Like, there's no emotions behind these thrusts. Um, Understand that this whole episode is coming from a woman's point of view who has sex with men. So, you know, you may have to do some tweaking to the application of my information to your own personal experience, but that's where my point of view is coming from. So when I say that, I mean to say that, you know, making love is when... The sex has intimacy behind it, and we have talked about this on side effects of the whole phase. But it, it's when there is more of a connection than just the, the dick deck or just the, the body. body. You know, it's less of lust, and there's actually like emotional attachment. Fucking is simply lust. It is simply the carnal physical exchange of like let's. Just bang this shit out. You know, like, you don't make love in a bathroom, okay? Like, you can make love, uh, I guess you can make love anywhere, but I I mean, but I feel like even if it's somebody that you make love with, once you're in, once you're, like, in a public restroom fucking, like, you're just fucking. You understand what I'm saying? I feel like, because, like, I I mean, when I was, like, in a long-term relationship, I mean, we would be making love in certain situations. In other situations, we're just fucking... Like, you only have 15 minutes before you have to leave. This is not a make-love situation. This is a, I just need to get this exchange to happen so that I can go about my day feeling fulfilled situation. And I think that, like, there's no shame in that. You know, the reality is, is that sometimes it's like we just want to do that. We just want to have that physical... bang bang, bang Go down... And the key is like, are you being safe? You know, are you being um, and not just being safe, like in terms of like using condoms or, you know, protecting yourself if you don't want to be pregnant, like with preg- with birth control. It's also about being safe, like emotionally. Right. Like, are you being safe in considering the fact that like this is going to be somebody who um, you're just going to fuck and you're not going to want anything more from that's. Listen, so many of us do this thing where we think that we can just like act like a lot of women be like, I'm going to do like a dude and I'm going to just, just get, get mine. And then you find out like, oh, wait, like I am not like mentally sound for that. And some situations, the dude is thinking that like you want more. And it's like, oh, no, I don't even want you to talk. I literally just want to fuck you. Please Don't. she's. Sh- sh- because if you say, don't, because I don't, I don't want you to talk because if you say the wrong thing then I can't, fuck you. So just shh, let the music play. Yeah. Let the music play. Mm-hmm. Let the music play. Like, I know we've all been in that situation before. It's like I'm literally only attracted to this situation that is appearing on the surface. I don't want to know anything beneath. I don't want to know if you like dogs. I don't want to know what your favorite movie is. I don't want to know if you prefer chocolate to vanilla cake. Like, I genuinely don't care. I really just want to collect you like a Pokemon. Collect them all. Um, And I think a lot of guys, like, can't even, like, fathom that women think like this, but it's like, yeah, Yeah, we we definitely definitely do. do. And we definitely have, like, our own, like, physical carnal wants and needs. And that's fine. It's also fine to say, like, you know what? I just... I'm not in the space of just fucking anymore. I've been in that place before. I've been in that place where I'm just like, I just am not into that. I need to have, like, meaningful sex if I'm going to have sex with anyone right now. And honestly, at this point in my life, like, that really is where I really am. It's like, even if I am going to be in a fucking situation, it's ideally going to be with somebody who... It's not, like, they're not just a fly-by-night person. It's, like, somebody that I've known for a while. And even if we don't live in the same state, etc., like, we are not just, like, strangers. You know, it might be a, a, a somebody who's, like, come back, who's risen, who's risen. Because, you know, once I tell you to stay up, that means I've killed you. So this is somebody who has resurrected, like, the third day. Okay? And that has been happening quite a bit lately because people mature, you know, people go through things. Well, you know what I always say, people don't change, but life changes people. And so they may revisit you and you may say, Oh, I had actually shut down and denied you entrance. You were persona non grata to uh, the magic middle. However, you have resubmitted your application. You have passed all of the community uh, um, hearings and, um, we have decided to grant you re-entry into the sanctuary. Please proceed with care and consideration. Now, I want to say this, though. Making love and fucking can happen with the same person. I want to reiterate that. It can happen with the same person. But it's just there's dynamics that are different between each of them. And... One of the main dynamics is literally just the fact that, like, when you're making love with somebody, I feel like you you're like in the middle of it. And there's more going on than just like, there's a dick in my pussy right now. There's a dick in my pussy right now. there's a dick in my pussy right now. there's a in my pussy right now. No, when you're like making love, you're like looking in eyes. There's usually a lot more kissing involved. And I feel like you you just feel like there's an exchange happening on a level that's beyond just the physical. And that's what I call when the dick touched the hort. Because when the dick touched the hort, it's like you may have shown up just to be fucking, and now you feel an emotional connection to this person. And sometimes that can happen because the dick is so good that it triggered feelings in you of attachment. And you have to like check that. We've talked about this before. But it's such a beautiful thing when you get to like actually be in a make love situation with somebody because it's like, yo, we're showing up together. We're like kind of elevate, we're elevating. And I don't think that's... let me correct this not that I don't think sex does not have to be dirty it does not have to be this like taboo thing it does not have to be this um, exchange between two people who love each other only like we're humans I mean we're dolphins like we're fucking just cause it's fun to fuck sometimes but when it is something more you can enjoy that too and you can take that in too and I think it's really like nice when you get to experience that I feel like for me when I lost my virginity it wasn't like we were in the it wasn't like love and battle basketball but it was with somebody who like I genuinely loved at the time and I do feel like that has allowed me to have a certain level of like cornerstone to come back to when I feel like I've gotten off my path in this whole way that sex factors into our lives now when we have just fucking going on I know some people who like their first experience was a fucking situation where it was like you liked somebody and they basically just fucked you and that was that. And then you kind of got to get past that in your adult life because it feels like something was taken from you. And that's when we hear like someone took my virginity. You know what I'm saying? Versus, some, versus you gave your virginity. At the end of the day, this whole virginity thing is another interesting dynamic. And I use interesting very loosely. But really, it's just like you granted somebody entrance into your physical being. And something great could have come out of that in the form of another human being. But the reality is, is that... When it comes down to it, like, this is just, this is biology. Dicks going in pussies. And you determine the framework that you want to make that. And sometimes it's fucking. And sometimes it's making love. But the best is when, regardless of either of those things, it ends on a high note. So if it's cool, we can do So we have some great DMT questions, but one thing that people did not ask is like, how do you get to great sex? And I think the reality is, and this that's a basic one, like you would think, but the reality is, is like, I think a lot of folks are afraid to simply say what they want because they're afraid to get rejected or they're afraid to like push a man away or push a person away. They're afraid to offend that person. And there's... I believe a happy medium And there has to be a happy medium Because it takes two to tango You know what I mean I actually you know what This does apply to one of our questions It does So we have a question That made all of us kind of like Just feel kind of sad But it's a real question So here's the question My wife always looks like she's in pain When we have sex Damn I don't think she enjoys it, although she says she does. I think she's just being nice. (sighs) I want her to feel pleasure, not pain. I definitely enjoy the sex. Anyway. (laughs) Is one of the side effects of great sex not knowing whether or not to stop because I'm hurting her? Okay, so I guess what he's saying is like, is one of the side effects of the fact that he's enjoying it? Like, does that mean like, should he stop because he's not sure? So part of great sex is like being connected with your partner. And we talked about making love and fucking, but regardless, like in order for this to be at its optimal, you have to be aware of the other person. So I always am annoyed when like men talk about like how they don't eat pussy and they don't do this and they don't do that. Because at the end of the day, the more primed a woman is, the better this whole situation is going to be for you. And it's going to be even better if we come first before you enter. Why? Because when we come, our cervix and our vagina constricts, which makes it tighter, which is better for you. So like all of this ends up being better for you, which is a greater life lesson of the fact that if you are selfless, you will get more in in return. But I digress. This guy, I feel like he genuinely is like, I'm not really sure how to figure out like how to make the sex great for my wife. So he said that she has like this face that looks like pain. I think, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm pretty sure my face looks like pain when I'm enjoying the sexy time because you look crazy if you're like... (laughs) 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 Like, if you're smiling, it's, like, weird. (laughs) Like, like no one was ever taught that. Um, But it's also, like, you know, it's, like, the whole thing of, like... It's, like, a good pain kind of thing. So, like, I think for him, he should... Like, take a gander at, if he's eating her out. Does she make that same face, right? Because that's a different sexual pleasure, and it's not as uh, penetrating, and it's not the same exchange. But it's like, does she have like more of a calm, like, 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 like pleasured face, or does she make the same kind of like wincing face? The other thing is, dudes, you need to be aware of your fucking dick size, okay? Like. Just as though this is we talk about like dudes knowing like, hey, if your shit ain't really like popping like that, you better be a master at the cunnilingus. The same thing is like if you have a big, big old, old Johnson, Johnson, you have to understand that like that you got to prime areas for that. OK, you can't just be throwing that up in there. Like Kate Michelle said that when she saw Chad Ocho Cinco's penis, she was like, you know what? I'm going to have to bow out. I'm going to have to Kaepernick it and take a knee. Because that can't fit in me. Like, it physically can't fit in me. I've seen a dick so big that I had to take a picture for science. Okay? It wasn't even like I took the picture like, ooh, it's a dick pic. I literally took it for science. Okay? It's stored in my computer titled for science. Because it's really just an example of like, have you ever seen something like this? Look at this. Look at this. Y'all, it was, um, Rebecca is making like length sizes with her arms. It's less about length, Rebecca. There was a length element, trust me. But the girth, and it wasn't like round. It was like a spade. I mean, it was like flat. I can't even, y'all, it (laughs) was, yo, Texas. Everything's Everything's bigger in Texas. Texas. And I legit had to be like, you know, I just, I, we got one position with this bad boy. We got one from the back otherwise and the reason why it's from the back is because that's when you're at your most spread so it's <laughs> look at Rebecca's, face. Rebecca's like okay 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 so you know that's that so I don't know if this guy doesn't realize that he's got like a bonkers schlongers and maybe he's like splitting his wife you know we don't need him to be causing her to have like a spontaneous episiotomy up in the bed um, but <laughs> that's like yo. So I, I I feel like he has to do more exploration uh of just like what makes her feel good and I think that's also one of those times where like especially if you are in a marriage or in a relationship that's when the intimacy really comes in right that's when you are not just having like a physical exchange there's already emotion there but you get the luxury of getting to talk about it in a space where like you have the safety of knowing that each other care that you care about each other which I think is why a lot of people like if they're having more of a casual situation they don't want to say anything because they don't feel safe they don't feel like you know if they say something they're gonna like not be made fun of or dismissed because that's the other thing i've been in a situation where i was in a relationship and the person was eating me out could never make me come and finally i was like you know we're just never really able to get there and he like flipped on me and said well it's because you taste funny which by the way i don't i've done a survey so yeah like he legit was (laughs) like yeah i definitely like called up folks and was like hello yeah. So, I wanted to just check uh check in, see how you're doing. How's the baby? But also, when we were seeing each other, what did I taste like? And we reenacted this in uh the pineapple episode of the first season of my web series Get Your Life because it really happened. I really called people and my exes definitely gave me very specific uh taste references. To what I the, like, I got cucumbers from one of them. I was told that I taste like very fresh uh, from someone else. And then someone literally was like, What do you, you, do you taste, taste like, like pussy? This? What I don't under what, what, what are, you are you asking, asking me? <laughs> and I was like, Fair enough, fair enough. I was recently told that I taste amazing, but that's for later in the show. So the other thing though is. Kind of like getting over the fact that like even if that person does react that way, like you shouldn't have to just deal with less than. Like, I just feel that way, especially as women, like we are specifically for women. I feel like we are definitely programmed to like not offend, not hurt feelings, not make anyone feel awkward. And so that comes with us having to like just put up with whatever is put in us. And we just kind of like have to stomach that and deal with it. And it sucks. It sucks. You should absolutely have the agency to say like, hey, can we maybe try this? You know, can we try that? And I think that the key to doing it is doing it in a way that feels more like compassion versus critique. And we've talked about this dynamic throughout many episodes of Small Doses. But the way it's worked for me is to be able to say like, hey, all right, so this is great, like what we're doing. But is it possible that we could try this? And... You know, if they, like, flip out, I mean, you can't do nothing about that. That was a fuckboy regardless. But I feel like if they're there to get theirs, they'll do whatever. Uh, you know, I've literally been told, just show me the way and I'll find the rhythm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, most, I feel like most dudes that I've encountered will just be like, you tell me what I need to do so I can make this as good as possible for, for all of us involved. The ones who weren't about that, they were just there on their ego shit. And it's like, that don't help nobody. So I appreciate this guy asking that question. I hope that he takes the time to, you know, just investigate and explore. Because a woman's body is a journey. (laughs) Next question. Do you tell old boy that his dick is bomb or do you allow him to remain humble and just brag on the shit with friends? Like, what if the dick is so good, like he deserves the praise, but you don't want him to get lazy? It's interesting that you say this because I would have said, like, a week ago, I would have been like, no, I mean, you give people their props when props is due. Until I had someone say to me, you can't give A1 dick to everyone. And I was like, wait, What? I didn't even know there were like gradients like it was a level like like on clippers. (laughs) There's like the clippers on one, two or three, depending on how low you want your haircut. I had no idea. And he was like, you can't because not everyone can kind of like handle it. And I'm like, what do you mean? I know exactly what he means. You want to know how I know exactly what he means? Because I got 32 questions in these DMTs today about what do you do when you get digmatized? That's what all y'all are asking. How do you handle being stigmatized What do you do with being stigmatized How do you manage being stigmatized Listen, these dudes is on to us. They're on to us. Literally, he was like, you can't give them that because they're going wild out. They're going to be wanting to FaceTime you all the time, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's just, I feel like they only hand out the A1 if they feel like you are... Removed enough to where they're not going to have to like manage your emotions or two they're like I want to be managing her emotions so I need to keep her close or managing her money because that's the other part someone in my DMT's asked how come the niggas with the good dick are always and I, I mean, mean always broke? broke because that's their that's their currency that's their cowrie shells and their exchange is bringing you to the <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. You know, but the thing is, like so many of y'all are asking, like, well, what do you do about great sex? Like, how do you manage it? How do you handle it? It's like, it's as with anything, moderation. Moderation. Because the reality is, to her point, it's like if you if you if you tell somebody too much, I feel like they are. Could react a couple of different ways. I think I've actually had a guy be like, "Yo, like I want to be liked for more than just my great sex," and I was like, "How? Oh, that's cute." Uh, <laughs> I know, y'all. That was terrible. I know it was insensitive, but that was how I felt at the time. Like, get out of here, B. You know what you're doing, but. I think that there's something to be said for the fact that, like, I didn't know that men feel that way. Whereas women on an absolute regular basis are like, we don't want to just be objectified for our bodies. We don't want to just be, you know, held, um, you know, accountable for just like what we give sexually. We want to be considered, you know, our for our intellect. We want to be considered for our emotional attachment, et cetera, et cetera. So I was actually shocked. To answer your question, I think it depends on where you all are in the relationship. If this is somebody who is in your life and who's your man, yes! Let them know! I mean, if it's somebody that's in your life, regardless if it's a man or not, like, let them know if they are actually, like, in your life. I feel like if they are, um, you know, just kind of like a, a casual sex situation or a fuck buddy, y'all know what's up. You know, like, you know, you don't really have to be too... uh verbose with the praise but for saying that you don't want to say it because you don't want to let egos flare yeah I I hear that I hear that and I understand that especially now that I had that conversation but when it boils down to it a lot of times you can't even front you could say you could not say what you want anyway but you said enough when it was all up in them guts Next question. Would you say that there's a difference between the best sex you ever had and the best sex partner you ever had? I love this question. Because it really made me think. And I would definitely say yes. Because the best sex that I've ever had wasn't necessarily with someone that I wanted to have continual sex with. Because I was like, you know what? Like, the, it's not, because, okay, I'm at a point in my life where I look at dicks like the side of a cereal box. You know, at the end of the day, it's like, what is the nutritional value of this penis? Like, who the, who is it attached to? Right? And so that, to me, <laughs> is a determinant of how far we're going to go with this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not out here, like, smashing, smashing like you know trash on a regular and just like thirst for dick like that that's not what i'm saying but what i am saying is that there's some people where it's like you know we can have a shared physical exchange where we are considerate of each other we and we express that to each other and that's fine but then there's other people where you're like you know what i want to have like a life exchange with you i want to have like an emotional exchange with you and the physical is attached to that too and that's gonna be just a different setup so i'm gonna like, I'm going to interact with that person different than I'm going to interact with the person whose dick is more like a Twinkie. Right? Because the Twinkie dick, dick is a real shit. shit. Twinkie dick is, it's going to taste great, but it's not fulfilling. There's no nutritional value here. It's just like, all right, that was fun. Yeah, you know what I saying? Mean? Like, that's what that is. You know, then you have kale dick. Kale dick is like, This doesn't really, like, necessarily taste fantastic, but the nutrients level is incredible. And maybe that's what's more important for your life. And then, man, there's the Holy Grail, which is the sweet potato dick, full of antioxidants, but also sweet and savory at the same damn time. Meaning you're touching all the bases, you know? And (laughs) it's probably touching all your bases. (laughs) (laughs) I did that. Ah, ah, I love it. (sighs) It's buttery. Maybe add some cinnamon. Some nutmeg. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. And all of these different things are attached to like different situations. So to your question, best partner versus best sex. I've absolutely had someone who we had great sex, but... I feel like they wouldn't have been a great partner because I can't trust that on a regular basis that they would have been able to have that same level of attentiveness and that same level of enthusiasm that they had like that time that we had great sex. To me, a great sex partner is somebody who is consistently consistent and who, for all intents and purposes, like is always like aware of like your body and your you are able to connect in a way that is effortless on a regular basis and I don't think that's always the case with somebody who you've necessarily had great sex with you know I mean a great sex partner to me is like this there's chemistry there that exists in a real way that continues to evolve and it continues to grow and it continues to morph into other things and that creates like excitement and endorphins and dopamine and and that's what that's what chemistry is right chemistry is these things happening within your body that are associated with um happiness and with joy and sometimes great sex is really it, it's that but it's more like the difference between like a great hit record versus a great album it's like you want to hear Jordan Knight give it to you Like, when you hear it. Maybe you know I can give it to you. Show me where, I'll take you there. But did you want to hear an entire Jordan Knight album? Absolutely not! No! Great single, not a solid album. Great sex, not necessarily great sex partner. Right? Whereas, I don't know, um, Stevie Wonder, Intervisions, I mean, that's taking you through all types of journeys and I think that's also another thing too it's like I've had great sex where it's like in a very specific situation to me like a great sex partner it's like we can be in a number of different situations and a number of different places in our life and it can still be good. Like, I've had somebody who, like, over the course of life, we've connected. And anytime it's still good because we have a genuine connection to each other and chemistry exchange. And that is what makes them a great sex partner. Whereas, like, you know, you don't always have that with somebody. You may have great sex that first time. But the next time, it may just be, I. You know? Because the stars weren't aligned. For the bump and grind, Pull me down and I take you nigga, you nigga. We'll go get I'm bitch, so You, come get you, nigga, you nigga. People I like. Yeah. For today's people I like, I'm just going to run down the type of, of people I like in bed. One, I like people who are giving. Okay? And when I say that, I mean, this only really works if we're both here to really be here. You know, when somebody is selfish or they're not really paying attention to your needs and they're not really interested in what you might be interested in, that's not a great time. It makes you get in your head. Sometimes especially like as women, we already live in a society that makes us like very overly conscious about our body and about things and it's like you don't want to have to think about that. Like you don't want to squirt in someone's face and then have them be like, "Oh, oh my god, oh, I'm drowning." Like that is the worst situation ever. How do I know? Cuz I've been in that situation. I had no idea that my body could do that, and then it did that, and the person acted like I was actively trying to like, like wash their retina out, and that was not the plan. We're, We're still, still friends to this day, day by, by the way. way. Uh, but it like really made me so self conscious, and I was like younger at the time too. I was like what twenty two, so I was like. Ah, 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 ah. And, like, I genuinely did not know. Later on in life, of course, Brian McKnight would make a song called Let Me Teach You How Your Pussy Squirts. And I was like, oh, that's what happened. Got it. But I say all that to say that, like, there's just kind of, like, an awareness that you have to have for, like, anything can happen. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever farted during sex? That is the most... It's like life is over. You're just like, let's pack it up, let's pack it up, let's pack it up. Have you ever farted while someone was eating you out? That it, I, I, can't, it, I just, I can't. Like, I don't know how I'm still here in physical form. I don't know. I I don't know how I'm still here, y'all. That happened in 2005, and I'm still sitting here right now. Like, I could just. If I could fold into like a something the size of like a Lego man, it would be really, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. But like the other part of it is as you get older, it's just like, yeah, that's gonna That may happen. Like we're doing a lot down there. There's a lot of stuff going on. Okay. You've also damn near like shifted my insides. So lucky you. Good for you that you were able to do that. But yeah, what, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? And that's one thing I will say that I love about maturity is like you just kind of were like, ah, you know, what do you want, guy? Like today, the grooming is what it is. You're going to get whatever groomed state this vagina is at. That's what that's what you're getting. And I'm sorry, but if it's not up to your preference, check out. Okay? Check out. We might have a high top fade today. Or we might be uh, Vern Troyer on The Baldy. Rest in peace. Two, I like folks who know what to say and what not to say. I was sleeping with someone one time. They had a very small penis. They had a great personality. I was being polite about this whole situation. Okay? Doing the uh, obligatory oohs and ahs and... Yes. And then he said, you like that big dick? And it's like, okay, see, no, because it's a lie now. And you know you don't have a big dick. Like, come on. But now you want me to lie. And it's like, we just don't need to go down this road. Like, your dick is like a fun size Snickers. So I need you to, like, bring it down a notch. Like, it's it actually feels silly in me right now. But I'm going with this. <laughs> I'm going with this because, like, you are more than just your parts. And I respect that. And, you know, all of those things. But also, like, don't say that to me. And I'm also, like, not a fan of, like, when... When, like, dudes kind of, like, are acting as if you're not, like, physically there. It's like, like, I've had a dude, like, be smashing and then, like, they're like, yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's like, I feel like you're barking orders at me and I don't feel comfortable about this whatsoever. Also, like, careful of the questions that you ask, right? Because, like, I'm, I'm a thinker. So don't ask me some, like, shit that's going to require me to actually give you a full-ass answer. Like, you know, you can ask basics, like... Is, you know, is that pussy wet? Yes, clearly. I mean, we're here together. You can feel that. I can feel that. Does that feel good? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know, don't ask me some shit like, so what's on your mind right don't now? Don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. Talk to me. I, I'm focused. I'm focused. I'm focused. Okay? I'm focused. I can't talk to you right now other than whatever you push out of me by the thrust of your penis all right so that's where we're at we are in a purely improvisational state following the number one rule which is yes and okay that's where I'm at and that goes for us women like don't be in the middle of shit and asking dudes for like deep ass like you love me D- careful careful you might not get the answer you want and then you're gonna feel some type of way don't be asking people if they love you while their dick is in you because then they're going to say yes because they're like, yeah, I love this shit. And then you're going to try and hold them to that shit later. They're going to be like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, and then you're going to feel some type of way. Keep it basic unless y'all really are in a safe space where you're looking into each other's eyes. You know, where they're doing the slow stroke while they hold your, like, while they hold their hand beneath your chin and look you in their eye and they're like, you feel that? You feel that? And you're like, I feel it. I feel it. And you're like, yeah, we're in this together. And then you're doing the whole, like, let's try and climax at the same time shit. You know, that's a whole existential, like, our planets are orbiting each other type thing, okay? But if it ain't that shit, keep it basic. Keep it basic. You like this pussy? Yes, I do. Someone who is experienced. And I know somebody is listening and they're like, oh man. And it's like, it just, I'm at an age where it's like, I don't want to have to like, walk you through this. The same way I don't want to hire an assistant who's learning on the job is the same way that like I don't want a dick that's learning on the job. Like I want you to be able to take me down this road. I want to be able in this place to have somebody who is very confident about how they operate in this space. because I'm confident about how I operate in this space and I want them to be able to know how a woman's body works and the ways in which that they can try to find out other ways that it works and I want them to just basically feel confident about themselves selves in a sexual space and I think maybe that's what I mean more than just experience I want them to have a certain level of sexual confidence and a lot of the reason for that is because I'm done with awkward sexual situations I'm done with them I don't want that shit no more like I was in a scenario one time where we're like we're messing around and then he's like is it okay if I don't eat it and like you had already ate it before though And, like, it made the—it made the—the reason why it, like, made it awkward was because while we were, like, messing around, I could feel the tenuousness. And that just makes you feel weird and yucky. And you're like, is this person not attracted to me today? Or, like, what is this? I mean, it's just the natural human response. And I was so livid. I was like, what? He's like, I just don't want to eat it. And also, it's like, are you five? Why are you even saying it like this? And lastly, like, you— you don't even need to say it. Like you didn't even have to say, it. it wasn't like I had like walked you in the room and said, all right, buddy, let's get to chomping. Chomping style, chop chomping, 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 chomping style. style. Like that's not what took place. But it was like there, his lack of experience then was transferred over to me because now I had to kind of like handle this discombobulation and cumbersome ass moment with the most grace I could muster, which by the way was zero. And I was like, you gotta go. You got to go cuz now I'm annoyed. Like I don't I don't I don't like this. So it's like you want somebody that's confident about like how they move and you know and also just respectful of your confidence and is not and not to be confused with arrogance right because arrogance is when somebody tells you that they can't eat you outright because your pussy tastes funny that's arrogance like the reality is is like nah you ain't have no problem with this taste until I said that you wasn't really knocking it out the pork okay you trying to fucking get your Ken Griffey Jr. on I need you to let's be admitting realistically what the issue is and the issue is the fact that you don't ever get the rhythm. And you're down there licking around like a dog that just found out that its deployed owner is back from Iraq. That's what you're doing. You're just click, 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 click. What is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? Intention. 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 So, you know, the, that that's real. And I know y'all are in the car right now like, yes! Because you had that person down there where you had to eventually be like, um, it's just not really. It's not really doing much for me. You know how many women have had sex with somebody simply because they wanted the eat the pussy eating to stop, and they were just like, "I gotta make it end," and I don't know how to stop it, so uh, just put it in me. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> I understand and solidarity. solidarity. Also just a side note, I found out that a lot of white people I know don't use the word pussy in bed. Is that true? <laughs> Rebecca looked at me like, "I I don't I haven't heard that." I have I've asked this question and apparently pussy is not being used by a lot of white folks in bed. And I'm like, "Well then what are you referring? How are you what are you saying? Are you, what what is the term?" Uh there was no answer given to me, but I'm just like, "How is What is happening over there? Like, I feel like that's, like, standard porn talk. I mean, all I feel like, let's be real. People always ask me, like, Amanda, are you going to run for office? Would you ever run for office? You know how much porn I've watched? No, I'm not going to run for office. (laughs) Like, I don't even feel like it's fair. I I just feel like I... I are like, no, like they would search my history and be like, ah. And I mean, then you have like the situation with porn where like you accidentally click something that says like young teen, and you're like, no, 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 no. And it's like, they mean 19, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like the implications of that are, are pedophilic. I don't like it. It's not cool. It's not okay. So it's like, yeah. So, no. That answered a couple questions for you. No, I am not running for office. Um, and yes, apparently, white people are saying puts me in bed, which is, I guess, you know, a, a something that's rather comforting for me to know that there are shared similarities in at least that space. That's what you, said. That's what you said. And i do anything for the high. that That one time time. i gotta tell ya this episode has been looming about us for quite some time but i didn't want to do it until i felt like i was really in a space to discuss great sex without attaching it to like you know, fuck boy behavior or, you know, just the bitterness that can come around. Like, I wanted it to be just as clear and focused as possible because, you know, you just sometimes just want to enjoy the fact that you had some great sex. Like, even if they were a dick after, you know, or they didn't even deserve it, you still want to sometimes just encapsulate yourself in the moment of like, ooh, but it was so good. And a lot of times, like, especially if you're like a woke, independent, like aware woman, like you, you don't even get to enjoy it because you immediately go to the next step of just like, but they're not going to be a viable partner. So I wanted us to be able to just like dull the noise, quiet the noise, quiet the mechanism and just spend an episode focus on the fact that like ever so often in your life, if you're lucky, you have had a sexual exchange that made the sky open up and the stars come out. And let me tell you. I've had that happen a couple times, but the best time The best time, what made it the best time was that the person had, like, dedicated themselves to, like, this is going to be a great experience for both of us. Not just even on some, like, for you. Because sometimes that feels like too much pressure, right? Because it's like, well, I mean, I I might be tired and I ain't going to come. So that wasn't the case. They were just like, I want to, like, I want to enjoy you. Like, I haven't gotten the chance to and I want to enjoy you. And you're like, okay. And then all those three things that I listed start to take place. First, the priming. Get me right. Get me right. And the person was able to do that in a way that was just mm, like, I don't know if y'all have ever had your pussy eaten to the point where it was literally, I say this, I say this and I mean this, where you looked up and there was no ceiling. The constellations above spelled out, yes, bitch, where you didn't even have to imagine something else in order to come. Cause I know a lot of us have been in that situation where you're like, I gotta, I gotta like really lock in with the mentals right now to like get there. No. The the scenario that's happening in present time is so good that it's almost like you have to it's almost like you're imagining that that is happening and then you're like but it's actually happening like I, I literally had to like say to myself like Amanda Just enjoy what's taking place because what you, like, sometimes it's like you ever had something like that tastes so good that you're like, I can't believe this taste is good. You know, like, I can't believe it's not butter. You're like, I can't believe, like, you're like, you're almost doubting yourself. Like, this can't really, this, this, this motherfucker can't really feel this good right here. And then you're like, no, he does. It does. Yes, ma'am. Lock in. Let yourself levitate. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Like do it, just give in. And I know for a lot of us, it's like hard to do that because you feel vulnerable a little bit. Don't lie to yourself, you know it's true. You feel vulnerable letting someone make you feel that good. You do because uh, there's other things on the other side of it. But sometimes it's like, nah, just let it it go down. Give yourself that memory to have. Give yourself that memory. I gave myself that memory. And also, I, I... it was it was it was oh man it was bestowed upon me by someone who was so fine. Y'all oh my god Y'all was so fine. I I'm like in hysterics right now by the level of fineness. It was literally like I I literally was like looking down like look at this fool down here. And then I'm picturing his eyes. I'm picturing his Instagram gallery. <laughs> Just like these like look this face right here in this picture is right here is down here right now. Like, yep, this face too. This face right here is down here in a rhythm. Double tap. Like it's <laughs> Oh my god, I wish I really wish I could send you all a picture of this person that's like a downloadable element. With this episode so that you could see where I'm coming from. Ha 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 ha. You heard what I said? So you could see where I'm coming from. Ah! I am enjoying myself so much right now, um, reliving this experience. But from there, from there, the best part, not okay, I won't say the best part, but from there this is the other part it's like you get to dictate like you can say like okay I'm ready to like take it to the next level so when this started I was like we ain't fucking like I'm not fucking you but it was the the mm. the head was so good that it was like I would be doing myself a disservice I'd be doing myself a disservice I'm doing myself a disservice, and um, you know, because I, at first you're just like, I don't want to, I don't want to ever let somebody think that that's like on the docket, especially in this Me Too era. Like, you know, you just want to make sure that there's like a clear delineation of the fact that like I could say no at any time, and nobody's gonna have their feelings hurt. I could shut this whole shit down. I'll shut this whole shit down. The potty done. Okay. Nonetheless, uh, it's kind of like beating King Koopa. You know, you get to go to the next level. So, next level, and you know there were there were condoms available. So this is also, <laughs> yo. <laughs> and he was like, "If I had more than two, in my wife, if I had more than two with me, I would look crazy, right?" <laughs> also, do you know how dope it is to be able to like genuinely laugh with someone who's gonna fuck the shit out of you that right there is a gem of a time it really is and it's part of you be like I'm a to marry this and it's like no no you don't you don't gotta marry you don't gotta marry them you don't got cause that's what happens you be like we did everything oh, we were laughing and then he was making me nuts oh my god Wait, he's the one and it's like he might maybe but don't let that be like the overall cause it's like does he have a job <laughs> So you see what I mean? How like things get outside. So let's come back inside. Greatest sex ever in my, that one time story. It was like, it just, it just elevated. Everything kept elevating. But when I say this, I'm going to try and explain this to y'all in the best way that I can. It was like when you see a figure skater on the ice. And the the intricacies that grow with their footwork throughout the routine. But they still keep a steady glide. And a steady connection that's grounded. And even when they elevate, they land. And the reason I say that is because it's like, when it's so good, for me, it's, it's when it's not like, oh, butterflies. It's like, nah, this shit just feels like rooted in just like good solid realness and you can get that sometimes with somebody you've known for a long time sometimes you can get that with somebody you just have like an instant connection with It's you never really know but in this particular case it was just (laughs) it was it was just that there was a very clear exchange of understanding of our bodies and of our chemistry and once once the the meteoric shower had ceased I also appreciated that he didn't just immediately like jump up put his underwear on and act like the shit didn't happen because I've been in that situation too where you have this like incredible exchange and then the person like disconnects so quick and I'm not saying that we got to sit here and fucking cuddle and talk about like our life our life goals and like our favorite passages from the alchemist but we can we let the the nerve endings of our bodies that have been standing on end for the past 20 to 30 minutes. Because side note, I don't know how y'all are fucking longer than that. Like, I don't, I really don't know. Like, honestly, honestly. Like, I mean, I'll take three. I, You know, we can have various sessions. But, like, once there is a penetration happening longer than 20 to 30, I'm like where are your juices coming from? Like that's, especially if there's a condom involved, like get out of here. You're how, how, how and why? Like, it's like, there's a reason why TV shows are typically only 30 minutes because at the end of the day, you're like, okay, Okay. I've seen enough. (laughs) Let's write a new story. Um, Let's check out a new episode. You know what I mean? And then it's like, you need variance of position. That was also the thing that made this great. Variance of position. I don't want it all just from the back. I don't know I don't want it all just on my back. Lift up a leg. Maybe let's stand up. Maybe let's put me on the floor. Whatever. Let's just let's just try things out. And that's the improv of it all. Yes and. Now, no, you cannot put it in my ass. But see that's also not, was never asked of me. Because that's what made this experience so flawless was that there was so much unspokenness that took place. And the exchange was one of respect. And I really feel like at the end of the day, as I'm talking about this, that's what really made this whole shit the best. Because outside of like, we both have physical attraction to each other. We both have uh, mental attraction to each other. We both have confidence in our sexual ability. We both had a respect for each other. And that was at the root of it all. That respect right there translated into <laughs> it translated into me in a pillow because I respect that walls are thin. And I will say it again. Oh, you know, I don't get naughty for anybody. I hope you all have enjoyed this foray into the Vijay J and more. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we are, of course, if anyone who's listening in America. You know, this is a country that was built out of a puritanical society and it's still in many ways like to vilify sex and it's still in many ways especially with women tries to like put us in certain boxes you know with slut shame etc 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 then you have the whole STD of it all and then you have like the stigmatization of certain STDs that's really just meant to make you fearful enough to like not continue to have sex when really it's just like educate yourself and understand what's out here and how to protect yourself and if you do stumble into a situation how to be responsible in the future you know all of these things are a part of our whole society and our whole sexual society. And as women become more independent and we become more sexually versed and we become more sexually expressive, we have a right to, you know, demand what we want and to uh, demonstrate what we prefer and, and to talk about it. You know, that conversation that happened in Love Jones when when Lisa asked me, she asked me along, like, so what was it like? And she's like, it's like his day spoke to me. And she said her and then then she did it. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa did her famous. We've all done that. We've all done that. But, you know, I think it's like, it's great that we're getting to a point where we can speak more freely about, like, great sex and what made it great and sharing notes and sharing tips and, you know, the fact that, like, yo, I always say, like... I'm glad someone told me, like, after you have sex, wipe off because you don't want to get a yeast infection. You don't want to get bacterial infections. Like, even stuff like that that isn't, like, sexy, it's still just, like, the hygiene of it all that we never got to talk about because women weren't even supposed to talk about the fact that we even had another region until there was a baby coming out of that shit. And then it turned from a pussy to a vagina. So, you know, it's just the the, the fun is that we are getting a chance to say these things and all the men who are listening, I hope that you got a chance to take notes on just the ways in which that you can be an active part of making your sexual experience better by having an active interest in your partner and not just in the hole in which you are entering in. So I send all of you out to enjoy your your space and, you know, your body and share your space and your body with those who respect your space and your body and understand that even if you do have a wax sexual experience, there's a great one right around the corner. Happy fucking. Now, here comes the man to steal. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. A represent queen, she was raised out in Brooklyn. doing it and doing it, and doing it well. It's a good show.